Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 177. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And you and you and you. Come here, Bob. Hey, come on here. There you go, buddy. What's up? Honey, it's a wonderful day or a wonderful afternoon. It's raining. Whatever it may be. Well, I don't know. We don't know when people listen to this. Well, that's true. That's true. Buddy, we're back for another episode. Number 177. I'm Bob. He's Ed. How are you, Mr. Bradley? Well, I'm doing well. Thank you. And I appreciate you asking. It's it's nice to be alive and well and back in the world. You know what I mean? Oh, I guarantee you, a brand new year is underway, 2023. Wow. Did you ever think you'd see a year called 2023 and we'd no. be alive? <laughs> I never thought I'd make it through 1919. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Buddy, I hear you. I hear you, man. We uh, Well, here we are, the end of January already, uh, uh, 2023. And uh, Ed and Bob back on the air to talk. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, and I uh, uh, appreciate uh, the people I've run into in the past um, week or so that um, said they've been listening. And, and you know, it's it's because they don't walk around on their forehead saying, "I listen to Ed and Bob," but then when it comes up in a conversation, you're going, "Really? What? <laughs> right? Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> Seriously?" <laughs> I thought we were just doing that for ourselves, but yeah. uh, anyway, we're 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 tickled to hear stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's get this thing cranked up. We always look back um, on this time of the year and uh, years gone by. Uh, where are you going to start at? Well, I guess we ought to start about the Vietnam War because that was going on at that time. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that, and um, that was America's longest war to that time, and yet a a a, a Paris Agreement that ended the war was January the 27th, 1973. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? You were already in the service by then. I was, um, I'd gone from 1H to 1A, and oh, okay. I could have been going in 30 days. And then uh, Nixon said, hey, we are, we're ending the war, we're pulling out of Vietnam. You know, we're done and through. Well, you know, 58,000 of my fellow Americans have been killed and that 300,000 wounded and 2,500 have been declared missing. Well, that's so, sad, isn't it? It's very sad and it didn't mean anything. You know, now now North Vietnam is a, well, Vietnam and North Vietnam is a big tourist attraction. I had I had some some friends of mine, their, their uh, kids went there this just a few weeks ago. My son just got back from Vietnam with uh, his uh, girlfriend, and yeah, it's, it's it's like, hey, we're going there to snorkel, and we're yeah. going to do some diving, and it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to enjoy the food. I'm saying, when I was in high school, I didn't want to go there because I thought I'd get killed. <laughs> but you're right, it's a well, big you're right. And that's just, that's what happens, you know, and it's, it's a shame that politicians the big guys, the old guys, can send young men off to their death, and it didn't mean anything because it did. It that Vietnam War didn't mean a damn thing. It really didn't. You so know, anyway, you really got a great point there because if you go back almost to every war, I yeah. mean, uh, Japan was a hated enemy. They bombed Pearl Harbor, uh, and and they had 
politicians that threw them into that war that came back to haunt them. And mm -hmm. I don't think the people, the core people of Japan um, or, or a, a lot of countries, just like now uh, you got Russia, the, a lot of these Russians are defecting to other countries because they don't want to have a damn thing to do with this Putin war. No, so I think, I think I that um, it is a politician thing and it's sad. And what we ought to need, what we need to do in the future, Ed, is when they want to start a war, the first yeah. people to go are the, and the people in the House of Representatives <laughs> and the Senate. They should go and their kids and see how, see how fast they decide they don't want to do war. Well, I saw a picture the other day online of, of Representative Burchett's office, mm -hmm. and, beside, and behind his desk, there's a picture there, but on each side of the picture, there's a rifle. Mounted on the wall. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there you go. What about yeah. that? I've never well, seen that. He's ready. Movie. He's ready. I, <laughs> I guess he is. I guess he is. <laughs> All right. On this uh, approximate time, uh, 1998, one of our presidents said, "I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman." You remember, those words were heard around the world, weren't they? Uh, yeah, they were. De defining sexual relations. <laughs> yeah. So, so did he have sexual relations with her? or? Well, she did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my boy, I tell you what, it did. Um, people said, now, wait a minute, I thought, I thought that was. That's not? So I can basically say that I haven't? I mean, oh, my God. Isn't that Unbelievable. Awful? What a time. What well, else you got? It probably happened right at the desks, too, right in the old office. <laughs> you know, for sure. We're going to wear this thing out, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we could. Oh, well, God. back in 1915, on January 28th, the U.S. Coast Guard was created. And, uh, now, you uh, were you in the Coast Guard? No, I was in the Air Force. Air Force, that's right, yeah, Air Force. Air Force. I, I wish I was in the Coast Guard. That was pretty easy duty, I understand. Because back then, they weren't chasing... Uh, you know, uh, drug smugglers and things. So you know, um, I did have a friend that uh, joined the Coast Guard back during the Vietnam War, thinking they would get out of, it. and and they went. He went to Vietnam somehow. How does a Coast Guard go to Vietnam? Well, uh, they they use them or something. Yeah, they use them transport, uh, protecting the coast there too, and them, you know. So that that was all part of it, I guess. So anyway, they needed everybody they could get. That's for sure probably needed more than they had. But uh, anyway, and also in January, this is the beginning of the Tet Offensive in Vietnam. The North Vietnamese attacked 36 provincial capitals and five major cities in South Vietnam, and I do remember that. And it was a, a massive, unbelievable attack. And that's about uh, the worst thing that could happen over there. I remember that happening. Wow. Uh, well, you know, um, didn't a Vietnam, in Vietnam, it couldn't, didn't they have a lot of uh, t tunnels and caves and oh, yeah. ways they can go up and down uh, yeah. north to south without being detected? Yeah, and you had those, yeah, those tunnel rats. America's, they had tunnel rats, guys that would go down in those tunnels and, and flush them out. That was not me. I was in the Air Force. Oh, I was yeah, above I it. You've been going down the ground. Hell no. Uh, this time in uh, 1967, three American astronauts, I don't know if you remember this or not, I do, they were killed in a fire that erupted inside Apollo 1 and during a launch simulation 
at Cape Kennedy. They couldn't get them out. The fire started and they couldn't get them out. And they mm. they basically burned up in there, didn't they? Wow, yeah, I guess they did. Man, oh, that was yeah. awful. Would that, yeah, exactly. Uh, what else you got here? Well, we got some fun things like uh, King Charles I of England back January 30, 1649 was beheaded for treason. Hey, that's fun. Yeah, there you go. That's the way you handled it now. You, you do that. <laughs> you behead them. Uh, yeah, yeah I just think they, behead them. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, being beheaded with a guillotine was considered a nice way to be put to death. I would think it so. It was only reserved for those that were had some stature. It's so, pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, your head's laying in a basket. In <laughs> uh, 1986, at this time, the U.S. Space Shuttle Challenger exploded 74 seconds into flight, killed seven persons, including mm. Krista McAuliffe, a teacher who yeah. was the um, first ordinary citizen in space. You remember that day? I do. I do. Do you remember? Uh, I was on the air. Yeah. There you, I mean, go. you know that. Well, here's what's weird, Ed. I was on the air, and because it was so common occurrence for a a shot, you know, uh, at, at NASA rocket launch, there was not there was not any big coverage of it. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, I remember. Mike Hammond walking in and said, we got to go on the air, uh, the space, something's happened to the space shuttle. And the whole rest of my show and your show was all covering this. ABC News. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to cover from the Well, news? I got one more here. Let me okay. do this one. Okay. Back January 31st, 1945. Yeah. Eddie Slovic, a 24-year-old U.S. Army private, was executed by a firing squad after being sentenced to death for desertion. The first such occurrence in the U.S. Army since the Civil War. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You believe that? So that was World War II, I guess, yeah. or one. Yeah, 1945. Two. Yeah, 45. So, do you think... Hopefully, that's the last person that's ever been shot for desertion. Yeah, I think the rest of them made it. But it, it, you're right. That's that's probably it, that's not done anymore. But it, well, uh, I mean, I think there's so many people. You know what? I think we went back to and we talked about. You and I lived through the Vietnam War, and um, a lot of us now are well. Obviously, we're older. And oh, yeah. when we think about sending somebody to war, I think some, hopefully some of those people in Congress and the Senate are, are, are a little more like, well, I, didn't, I didn't want to go. So, um, you know, uh, and we certainly, just because somebody didn't go or, or whatever, we're not going to shoot them in the head. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Well, I think some people wanted to shoot them. And even people who were demonstrating against the war, there were people in America who wanted to kill those people, you know, and they were burning flags and bras and all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, that's, it's, Bro, uh, before, it's so a different world. Before we go into the question of the day, what, um, when you wrapped up your tour in the Air Force, um, did you, were you involved in that? Were the people basically, you know, there's stories of people spitting on people wearing a uniform and stuff like that. Did you experience any of that? No, I didn't. I was, uh, 
I really didn't. And I, I didn't, uh, you know, I, when I got back, there was a lot of commotion on both sides. I was just trying to get a job in a radio station. I didn't care about any of that. But it was, uh, uh, I think, you know, some of the guys who who were really upset over it and they had a hard time in the war, and I understand that, but they took it a little hard, you know, and they still are. I mean, you, there's people walking around in their fatigues right now. It's, they ain't got over it yet. No, you're right. So I didn't have any problem getting over it, trust me. <laughs> I was done. I was done, buddy. I was done. All right, let's uh, move on, Ed. That's uh, good stuff, man. Let's uh, get on the Ed Bob show here. Let's go on to the question of the day, and we'll let you take your first shot. Well, I, I'll, I'll just add a little bit here. Is, is $7 a decent price for eggs or not? Wow. U.S. grade A white eggs, just the kind that Grandma used to make. You know what I mean? Well, I don't understand it, but my wife is all up in arms over the price of eggs, okay? I'm, and your wife yeah. is probably having a stroke or whatever over it, too. But how, how, how can all of did eggs, did, did, did chickens quit laying eggs all of a sudden? There's still the same amount of eggs being produced by these chickens out there. So how in the hell, all of a sudden, are they so damn expensive? Well, I think it's they're blaming it on the bird flu. Evidently, there is a bird flu that's attacking all the chickens in the United States, and they're killing them. The bird flu is killing them, and so it's making the price of eggs goes through the roof. And I don't think we've seen the end of that. So, you know, I, I don't eat eggs anymore. $7 a dozen? Good grief. Are you kidding me? Yeah, my wife used to buy for $0.99, cents, I think, at Walmart mm -hmm. um, for a dozen. That's right. I I, uh, I don't I can't eat eggs because um, my I have a thing about eggs and chickens. So I could, I don't eat either one, so it doesn't affect <laughs> me. So I'm going nah 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your question today, bro? All right, here's my question for today. Whatever happened to people's names on mailboxes as you drove down the street? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Is your name on your I'll... mailbox? No. Why? I don't want to know my mailbox. <laughs> Why all of us? But when you, we, you and I were growing up, that's you remember driving down the street said, no, that's not their house. It's not that name. Oh, there, the name on the mailbox. There it is. That's the Bradley's. Mm -hmm. All right, pull mm -hmm. in here. What happened mm -hmm. to that? Well, I, I think, I don't know. But I, I don't think people are, are safe. They don't feel safe doing that. Um, we I have remember to look them up on Google and find out exactly. Hell, I can get a picture of their backyard. Yeah, well, I, I remember one time we got egged at the studio um, somebody. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, uh, to attempt that, but it, I don't know if it makes any difference, does it? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, it, we've lost, I guess my point on this is we've lost a sense of community. Well, do you have Thomas on your mailbox? Hell no, we ain't got <laughs> <laughs> You kidding me? Somebody made to find out I live here. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I don't even want my neighbors to know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who's that guy that lives down the street? I don't know. His name's not on a mailbox. <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't even know when it happened, Ed. When we were kids, everybody's... In fact, I helped my dad put the name on the mailbox. Is that right? That's so people can find our house. Wow. Well, now we don't want people to find our house. No, What's we don't. What's wrong with that? Well, I don't know that anything's wrong with it. Well, I, just, uh, I, don't I mean, they'll find, they find it anyway. They find it anyway. 
Exactly. Yeah. So uh, well, on the front of your box, you say the one and only Ed Bradley. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah all right tell yeah. them what's coming up on the topic of the day that you've got a sponsor all right well, coming up today we're going to talk about social media is it good or bad well mm. i'd say some of it's good most of it's bad but anyway my sponsor today is weigel's kitchen you know weigel's it's hot and fresh every day at weigel's and I did not know this, but the number one thing they sell at Weigel's, where they have the kitchens in the back of the store, and they have the, the seats out front where you can sit down and eat, you, it's pizza. Pizza. They, yeah, they sell pizza by the slice, by the, you know, however you want it. And they've got all kinds of uh, delicious varieties of pizza, too. So matter, no matter what time of day it is, Weigel's has the food covered. Fresh foods, healthy foods, built to order. Grab and go. They've got it all. And just the way you like it at Weigel's Kitchen. Almost every Weigel's store has a kitchen. Anyway, they have people that work back there come in at 6 o'clock in the morning and start making those pizzas. That's their number one selling food. You know, I saw, uh, ever since you've been talking about this, I've started, I'll pick up a sandwich sometime at, at Weigel's. And it's, instead of the ones like a, the other store that's got the red awning and all that stuff, where it's been sitting up there for like eight hours, you know, yeah, you you can get pick a sandwich up there, and it's like it just it's fresh as a daisy. I mean, yeah, they they make it right there. Yeah, it's unreal. So I like yeah, there's good people. All right, Ed, uh, let's right. get into the topic of the day. Uh, can we do that? Yeah, let's go. Social media. Uh, we want to talk about it, and we want to say which what what social media platform is the best or most influential? Does it serve its purpose, or is it just a bunch of propaganda? or a way of um, finding out about people, like I'm hearing about TikTok. So I don't know where you want to start on this, but if you want to uh, give me your two cents, I'd love to hear well, I think it all started with Facebook. Mm -hmm. And uh, Facebook, um, and my wife looks at Facebook every morning having her coffee, and she looks at the grandchildren's pictures and, mm -hmm. and you know people that she went to school with and all of that. And uh, I'm not too much on Facebook. However, I have been uh, looking at uh, TikTok. Mm. And s some of that's bad. Most of it's good, though. I don't believe the things that are on TikTok, but I don't believe the things that are on Facebook either. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's puts me where I need to be, right? But it, it's, it is not the influential thing that I thought it would be when it first started. Right now, it seems to be just a toy, a fun thing that people mess with. And it, at first, I thought it's going to be something that's going to change the world, you know. Yeah. But there are people that supposedly makes a lot of money off the Internet. They're Internet influencers yeah. who uh, influence what you buy. I saw that over Christmas. There were a lot of people on there showing me shirts and sweaters and things. And I guess they get paid for that, but I don't know. You know, I don't know how they do it, but what do you think? Well, um, you know, I think it's a complex thing. Uh, I think number one is, and you pointed it out first thing, uh, being on social media is addictive. Mm -hmm. um, 2005, only 5% of the people in the United States did anything on social media. In 2019, it's 70%. Wow. Kids between the ages of 13 to 17 years old, 
90, listen to this, this is bizarre, 97% of all kids from 13 to 17 years old mm -hmm. are online seven hours a day with social media. Well, no, no, that's extreme. <laughs> Don't you think so? Uh, oh, well, but it's 97% of mm. the 13 to 17 year olds. Mm. Um, I, I, and, and here's the, the pros and the cons. Let me give you a con, just one, is that um, when you see all these celebrities or people posting pictures and you don't feel, you don't look like them, you don't have the body they have, you don't have the job they have, you don't make all the money they have, it makes you feel inferior and you lose your, your self-worth. Mm -hmm. The other thing was a good thing you pointed out is it can keep you connected with people that you don't, they may live everywhere. Like, you, you know, your wife, uh, you and your wife, your, your, your grandchildren are spread around, but you mm -hmm. can see a picture of them every day. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess mm -hmm. it's how you use it, isn't it? I think so. I think that's probably true. But, and, and there's different levels of social media, of course. And I don't know that social, social media is the right word, word words to use for something like, uh, uh, some of these sites are pretty wild, really. Uh, you know, but uh, you can get quick ass access to information and research. Yeah. You can do your banking, you pay bills at your fingertips. I do that. Sure. Online learning, don't do that. <laughs> Involvement. Because you've already learned everything. Yet. Yeah, right. Involvement <laughs> in civic engagement, like fundraising and social awareness. Well, that's good. Yeah, provides a great marketing tool. I don't do that. Opportunities for remote employment. Nah, don't do that. But anyway, it can be a good thing. And I think if you're comfortable with it, then that's fine. But also there's the bullying, you know, where people get bullied yeah. and uh, threats and, and what, was, what was the other thing? Uh, catfish and things that's happened before. That, well, yeah, and, and I think you have people that misrepresent themselves or say they're something that they're not. And then they are predators whether it be a right. child or it could be an adult that they're right. or, an, or an elderly person that mm -hmm. they are a predator of and 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 try to get money out of them so right. or whatever out of them i mean we've, we've heard them all everything that's going on let, well, let me I, ask you about yeah, this go ahead. Tick, all right because you mentioned TikTok. um i saw an entire it was on 60 minutes a report about TikTok, mm -hmm. and this thing said that TikTok was being used by the Chinese government because it's a China-owned platform. TikTok right. is owned by China. And that they're using it to find out information on everybody in America. They get your information, where you live, what you do, what you like, everything about you. And that's the new way of, uh, if you will, uh, of a war against America. And say that's very true. But they said in this uh, 60 Minutes thing, TikTok in China is nothing like the TikTok in America. TikTok ah. in China, they'll have people reading books to children. It's none of these sexy, naked people dancing and, you know, hip-hop and all. There's none of that allowed on that in China. It's all very positive and good. So, yeah... The, the TikTok they allow here is is nuts. 
Well, that's true. And, you know, the, and there's, a, there's a lot of resistance to it right now, too, uh, including my wife. Well, if I get on the phone and she's around, she says, get off of that thing right now. <laughs> and the, uh, there is, where is it? There's a university somewhere. I read it last week. Our university has, has, has prohibited TikTok from being on campus. They've cut the wire. So the students can't, the students can't do it. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. But, you know, even with, you know, I thought TikTok was something horrible when I first heard about it. Mm -hmm. And, but I don't see naked people on there. I really don't. I see, I see people fishing. I see people doing stupid things. But yeah, I have not. some of the videos I've seen on there? Well, I have <laughs> video. <laughs> I guess you can get videos, but I haven't gotten the videos. I just look at the, the sites of pictures and things. But it, it's, yeah. it's, you know, I don't, I haven't seen any naked pictures. The uh, on uh, and I'll, I'll mention TikTok one more time, and then we'll move on to social media as a whole. But TikTok, like for example, my son Jake, uh, Disney has hired him to cut videos and stuff, and they're going to post it on Disney's TikTok. Which, oh. so I, I guess my point is, there are big, big corporations that see mm -hmm. TikTok as something they either have to do or they want to do. I don't mm -hmm. know which one it is. Mm -hmm. But but um and they wow. don't they have no fear of China. China or anything like that. <laughs> so, um, uh, but back to social media as a whole. Um, uh, the, it's really the the thing that's disturbing about it is that people are spending too much time on it. And it agree. takes yeah. you away from being productive. I think I think people are less productive uh, than ever before because they're spending so much time on social media, even at I would, work. I see I it all agree. around the office. There. I would agree. Looking I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You go to the ball game. You go to the Tennessee basketball game, uh, and everybody's you know they got to find out what happened like ten seconds ago for their their buddy that lives in you know Australia. Make sure he's on the beach or you know some kind of crap. Mm -hmm. I agree so, with you. Do you think uh, social media it, it is as it is right now, or it's going to continue to evolve? Well, I think it will evolve. I think I think politicians are going to get more and more involved in it. I think schools are going to get more and more involved in it, like this university that's that's banning it on campus. And I think eventually, um, I, well, actually, when Trump was in office, you know, he wanted it shut down in America. So, which is not a bad thing, um, and and you, but something would take its place if you did that. I mean, you know, it's, as long as there's a market for it, there's going, it's going to happen. But it it it, uh, it is it's pretty wild. It's not what I thought it was going to be. It's not it's not sending emails anymore. I'm telling you that. No, <laughs> you know. No, no. Well, here's uh, an expert on uh, human behavior said about social media. Um, for those who are vulnerable to developing an eating disorder, social media may be especially unhelpful mm. because it allows people to easily compare themselves to other people, their friends, um, and uh, it, it, it can it can make you feel less of being accepted and can cause, well, like you talk about bullying, but it, it, they've even linked it to suicide. Right, I can see that. 
Yeah, I can see that. You know, you, and you don't have to identify yourself when you're on social media. You can you, you can use a site um, and and just it, you're not identifiable. You don't have to be identifiable. Just come up with a name and go at it. And you can attack someone and really make them feel bad. I mean, you know, seriously. They won't know who you really are. They no. may think you're somebody and you're somebody else. Well, yeah. I mean, are all your friends on Facebook yet? Are they all your friends? No. <laughs> I bet you've got 5,000 friends on Facebook. And how many of them do you really consider your friends? Two or three. I don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a lot of Facebook friends when we were on the radio. On the right. show, you know, because sure. you you know that added to your listeners, and right. and, and I still hear from many, and they, uh, but it, it's not like it was. I really kind of watch my wife's Facebook pages and see see the people that she grew up with and the grandchildren and all that. I kind of like that, but I don't ha I don't see the grandchildren on my Facebook. I don't see. Uh, I keep my family away from that completely. You know, I. Um... Uh, when my son was younger, I'd say 10 years ago when all this started, um, and, and I think we mentioned it on the radio, every, every kid in high school had a Facebook page that their parents knew about, and then they had another one that they used to, com to communicate with their, real, with their friends. Their, mm -hmm. you know, and, and parents were thinking, oh yeah, they're... They're just fine. They're talking about how they love their parents. <laughs> They're going to church this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that was just for their parents' uh, pleasure is all that was. So, right. I just think that uh, social media, I think if I had to give it a percentage, I'd say 75% of it is bad. And 25% well, of it maybe is good. It depends on what you consider to be bad. For instance, there's some sites, and I agree with you, but there are some sites that once you post something, it goes away like in one minute, and it never comes back. Or they say oh, it yeah, never comes I've back. heard about that. Of course. So, so, you know, if you're sending messages to someone, it can, you can send a message and boom, it's gone. So, you think it's uh, really, 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 really gone? Because no. somebody could take a picture of that, and it, that picture of it, screenshot, and it's out there right. forever. Right, that's true. And what's the, if you go, what about Instagram? Do you do Instagram? No, I don't. No. Now, if you, evidently, there is a shortage of seeing women in bikinis dancing seductively. And so uh, Instagram has filled that void. <laughs> That's where they are. <laughs> oh, my God. And I turn that on and, and the, I'll see the few things, people I'm following. And then they have what they call suggestions for you. Oh, oh. And so any man, they suggest women dancing in bikinis. <laughs> so that they think somehow, you know, you're going to want to see that. And, 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 and then they want you to follow them or whatever. And God, I wouldn't follow them. Because they're, they're probably not even really a, a, that woman. I think, and here's the other thing. I get all these people asking me to be, uh, asking to be friends on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're young women, beautiful, in a bikini. No, 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 no. And you know that's not real. No, no, no. It's that not is some real. kind of scam, and they're trying mm -hmm. to suck you. I don't ever, I delete, 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 delete those. I mean, if, if they don't live here locally, and I can't really be sure that they're, and if I can prove that, you know, 
If I can't prove they're locally, I'll delete them too. But all these guys, if you're out there listening to us right now and you think, man, all these beautiful women in bikinis are want to be my friend, they're not. That's a picture that somebody found and it's a scam from, you know, Thailand or, or wherever. That's right. You're absolutely right. And they're all and then and then after that, after you click on it, you're gonna get a thousand ads. <laughs> and they're all but they're gonna send you a little link saying, Hey, you wanna do a a, a FaceTime with me or whatever? Yeah, click on right. this link and when you click yeah. on that link it infects your computer. I there mean I'm you telling go. you guys don't do it. They stay away from it. Not that popular. No, they don't. They don't care about you. No, you're an old man. They don't want to be your buddy. Good Lord. But right, I think that, that's well. That's <laughs> one of the things that I look at is is the, the different offers and things. And I don't click on them, but I just I think it's interesting because just like you say, I mean, it's that's what happens. Oh and, yeah. And every once in a while, you'll see some some girl on there who doesn't really show anything, but they'll say, "See my bio." Well, exactly. You know what that is? That's like this. Yeah. It's a scam, guys. Exactly. They, these young it girls is. don't want to be your friend because they're lonely and want to talk. God, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Get over it, boys. <laughs> All right, we gotta move on, Ed. Uh, but you got anything else on the topic of the day before we do? No, I'll have some more next week, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell them what's coming up, then I got that sponsor for you, baby. Okay, we're going to look into the mailbox and also uh, share some complaints that Bob and I have, and that's coming up. But first, Bob's got a sponsor. I do, and I bet you know it's Ben Lucky. You know, I love Ben Lucky. And if you like to pay just a few bucks for things that are worth 30 and $40, you need to listen very carefully to me. Ben Lucky is open. And what they do, uh, those things that you are there sent back on Amazon and, and uh, Home Depot and Lowe's and all these things, they don't go back on the shelf. They're wholesaled out. They, they don't, don't go back. No, they don't even go back to Home Depot oh. or Amazon. They go to a big warehouse, and you can Google online this warehouse. And, and it's just loaded up with stuff, and they put it in these uh, trucks, and they ship them out to people like Ben Lucky, who pays X amount of dollars for a truckload. They never know what they're going to get. Comes in on Wednesday and Thursday, and then Friday they open their doors, and in their bins, all through the store, every single item is brand new, and they're only eight dollars. And you wow. know, if there's stuff left on Saturday, it's six dollars. Sunday, four dollars. Monday, two dollars. If anything is left on Tuesday. It's only a buck, and it's there on Middlebrook Pike, 4426 Middlebrook Pike, across from the KUB substation. Get on by there and tell them Ed and Bob sent you to Ben Lucky. Lucky. Ben Lucky. Like to, we like to Ben Lucky. I like to Ben Lucky. That's right. All right, Ed, uh, let's see. What are we doing? We got a mailbox, don't we? Yeah, we do. Are you ready? I am. Shoot me. This is from Richard in Perea. Is that supposed to be Peroria? I don't Probably know. How many abortions have been performed in the United States, Bob? Oh, my God. You know, I don't know how many, and nobody, I guess, really knows. But I tell you what, look at these stats, Ed. Is, uh, it'll wake you up on it. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, there is, uh, on average, now listen to this, folks. There is on average every year in the United States one million unborn babies that are aborted. 
I don't even know what else you say about that. I know it. I mean, you go back for years. I mean, even in, uh, let's go back 2010, so 12 years ago, of the ones they know of, there were 763,000 abortions in the United States. I, you know, and and, uh, and I, I think I know how you feel, and and I've I've been all over this thing over the years, but somebody woke me up uh, a couple of years ago saying, Bob, if you were one of those unborn babies, and you had no one to speak for you, then, and you can be killed very easily, who's going to speak for them? And I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. I, I guess, you know, we need to speak for them. And I, and again, I, I don't want to get on a huge soapbox, but to me, it really, it, it, it's, it's a million people mm -hmm. being killed in my, it, that's the way I, I look at it. And, and I know mm -hmm. people will write me emails, say I'm an idiot and this, that, and the other, that a million people that could be born into the United States are being killed every year. Now, I, don't, I won't go any farther. If you want to comment, you can. If you're not, well, it's it's. I'm not comfortable commenting exactly, but I do think it's um, I think it's a very much a religious and what's in your heart issue. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people ignore their heart and just and and, just, and they they give an excuse why they have to do that. But anyway, I see where independent clinics provide about 60% of abortions in the United States. Planned Parenthood only does about 35%. Mm. So I, th I understand Planned Parenthood has switched to uh, taking care of the man now. Doing the, really? Yeah, but they're, they're starting to do that. Well, and here's the, and, and the other side of the coin is that people are going to say, listen, you've got a lot of young girls who get pregnant and they, they were uneducated, didn't know this, that, and the other. And then the guys leave. They just want to have sex with these girls, and they got them pregnant, and the guys are gone. And so what's better, for that child to be born into that situation or not? And I, anyway, so that's what people are going to say. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, Ed. So let's go to the next one. All right, this is Seth from New Jersey. If the earth is for all inhabitants, how can you profess the need for borders, Bob? Mm. You know, this is something else that I've, um, in my mind, in my, like if I wake up at three in the morning and I think how, like somebody born in a terrible situation in South America, a uh, drug town or whatever, and they were born just like I was born. I could have been born there. Sh should... Should I fight to keep them out from me, or should I try to help them? And I don't know the answer to it, Ed. I really don't. I mean, um, this is one earth, but we do have borders. And our borders yeah. are to keep people out and, and try to keep some sort of safety and order, but I don't know all the answers. I thought at first it was a political issue and the, and their political party was letting them in so that they could get more votes. But I don't know that that's true all, all 100%. I think that's part of it. But I think one thing is, is that, that, you know, I know some immigrants who work for me here. Sure. And, and they're, they're good people. 
Mm-hmm. And and I would not want to see anything bad happen to them. Exactly. Uh, and and you know and and so why not? You know what's, you know if if their if their life's in danger and, and all of that's where else they live, you know it kind of reminds me back in the the days of black and whites and people want the blacks sent back to Africa and, and that type. Well, you can't do that. No. It's it's in, in, inhumane, and I think this is inhumane too. Uh, you know, and, and I, I, I don't mind them busing them up to Washington or New York. I think that's fine. And there are people there who are taking care of them. So it's, it's okay. I think, I think we need to set a number that we're going to let in and stick to that number. And, and keep that number, and keep it a big number, but work that number. Don't just open the doors for anyone because we're going to get riffraff of drug dealers and all of that. But set a number that we're going to do every year and then work that number. And, and let people apply for it and, and, uh, and go from there. I mean, otherwise, you know, you're just, I don't think closing the door in their face is going to work. You know, they won't, I, they won't accept it. I, um, I equate this, let me tell you a quick little story. I know a guy that he had the purest heart in the world and he wanted to do everything to help anybody in need. God bless him. He no longer alive. And, um, he had a little pop, one of those pop-up trailers. And a family came to their church and said they you know, had three or four kids there and they had no place to live. And he said, let me take the pop-up trailer that we have down to a little uh, trailer park there. And the church is going to bring you food and stuff. And you can use it until you get on your feet. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he would go by and take them food and stuff. A week later, he went down there, and you know what he found. What? They were gone. Mm. And took his trailer. Mm. And, and my point is, you you, you got to do, I guess, your best you can do in tempered, but you can't just open up your, you can't endanger others by thinking that everybody is who they say they are, or or they are. They are pure at heart, and here he got taken advantage of and ripped yeah. off. Yeah. And uh, if we open up the borders and let everybody in, you're right. We're going to let all the cartel from Mexico in, and Ed, they control Mexico. They'll shoot you in a heartbeat and hang you from the interstate. You know, there's some cities in the United States where it has such a huge drug problem. That like Kensington Street in Philadelphia. Now that's one thing I've seen on TikTok, the, the videos from these these cities that have this homeless problem and the drugs. I mean, it's pitiful. I mean, it looks like a it doesn't even look like a third world country. It looks worse than that. Yeah. And they're just sitting on the sidewalks and they look like zombies. And it, it's it's incredible. I mean, it just breaks my heart. But these are human beings, and 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 this, they want you to have compassion for them, but also you know you got to have some control over that. Otherwise, it's going to end up being in your schools and your families, and God forbid some of these people get a hold of some of that stuff. But it 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 is there's there's Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. Let's see, there's another one. I know you've seen it from California. There's oh, yeah. a lot in Kim, and oh, it, they're everywhere. There are tents all over the streets, and, and we're going to have that everywhere if we don't get control over this. 
And that's not necessarily just opening the borders. That's working the problem inside our country and doing something to help these people. I mean, not give them money, but they got to, you know, I mean, they just like zombies. It's unbelievable. I'm so sad. And I think about my grandchildren. They're going to grow up in this atmosphere. Yeah. And it's... And I think about my childhood when I was, you know, happy. Sure. <laughs> and uh, all I wanted was a 57 Chevrolet. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so innocence has been lost somewhat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're running really long, Ed. I'm sorry we got to okay. move on. Let's go okay. on to uh, complaints, and we'll let you complain first. My first complaint is tailgating. I have been what? stricken by, oh, gosh, people are just tailgating me all the time. And I, I, I stopped my car and went back and looked at it, and I said, what's, the, what's wrong with the back of my car? Why is everybody right up on my bumper? I mean, I can't even, I can, they get so close to the back of my car sometimes, these tailgaters, that I can't even see their headlights. I mean, they're right on me. And I'm, I'm scared for my life, honestly. Are it's you amazing. going 20 miles an hour? Have you got no, that? I'm doing, no, 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 I'm doing the speed limit. I mean, these people are just, they zoom up on you, get right on your bumper. And if you don't move over immediately, they're going to stay on your bumper and get closer and closer and closer. And it's, you know, it just makes me think, well, I'm not, you know, what's the deal? You know, to... Well, we've run off the police. So there's nobody to enforce the speed limit, so they're just going to run over your ass if you don't get out of the way. That's exactly right. I don't. Yeah, I see it every day on the interstate. Well, I'm up on the interstate. Ed, I'm going probably a little bit over the speed limit, and they're running past me like there's nobody business. It's just, exactly like 90 and 100 miles an hour. Unbelievable. And this subdivision that I live in has a lot of curves and stuff down here next to the river. And I, there are people come in here in the afternoon. I'll be coming home, you know, and going and driving along at the speed limit or so. And they're about to run me off the road. And if it's nighttime, they'll put those darn lights on bright. Oh, you got, well, we need to stop and whip some ass. <laughs> now in my neighborhood i'll go 20 to 25 if you want to ride my ass you bring it on baby well, well i'll slow down to 15 if you get really close yeah, there you go. so what's your complaint brother uh oh my complaint is that we, we walk around the neighborhood here and we've got this one little side street and my wife and I have now decided that this is the toilet, the dog's <laughs> toilet for the neighborhood because I, I kid you not, Ed, there's only four houses on this street <clears throat> and you can walk down it and there will be no less than 10 piles of poop in the middle of the road. Wow. Is that crazy? It's crazy. I mean, at the very least, have your dog poop on the side of the road. They'll be down the middle. Good creep. Is it the same dog, you think? I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean, there's too much poop. No dog can poop that much. It's got, <laughs> it's got to be somebody. But, I mean, come on, man. If you're listening to me and you don't pick up after your dog, uh, and, I, and I, I just, I've lost all respect for you. It's your dog. Pick up their poop. Yeah. Sick of it. Tell everybody how they can listen to this, Ed. We're way long. Oh, the Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. Download the Apple Podcast app and Spotify app or the TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boys? And tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show.
Boom. If you want to comment, we love it. There's a comment section there at edandbob.com. You can go to edandbob at yahoo.com and say, Hey, Bob, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're on Twitter and Facebook. If you want to come there and comment, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, let's see, Ed, anybody you want to shout out to? Well, I made a little list here, but I don't think I'll do it today. I'll, we'll come back to that. We don't have much time today. Okay, and um, our next show, you're the one that's going to tell us what our next show is. Do we still have slavery? What? Yeah. How bad is the human trafficking problem in the United States? Ooh, okay. okay. All right, Ed, I enjoyed it. We're out of here. I hear the music playing, so we are out. Until next time. See you next time. See you, buddy. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a big dinner, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, and I'll be